the last time this year prior to a Hawkeye football game. We that hear the Isles true. fight song here on the Hawkeye Huddle, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., Trent Condon along the way. Five to six o'clock, we are talking all Iowa Hawkeyes. We're going to do a lot of pinstripe bull talk. Never thought that'd roll off my tongue, but <clears throat> but it did. Uh, as we uh, get you set for tomorrow afternoon, less than 24 hours away from Iowa kicking it off in Yankee Stadium. By sunny this, and time, sunny and warm New York City, where the where the they've been on the beach all week. And the, oh wait, no, no, they were at the it's banks a, of the Hudson. It says mid twenties by kickoff, and yeah, they so they did do a little bit of touring. Uh, this well, we're going to talk about about that. A couple of cool things, really. Um, one of the things that I've know, first of all, they actually wrapped up most of their bowl prep. They're done, right? Sunday, they had a practice before they got on the plane and went. All they got left is like a walkthrough, right? Today was a walkthrough. They're doing mental stuff. So no hard practices. They went out there. They did the the tours around New York City and the New York Stock Exchange today. So they did a little bit of that they right Madden? before the game. But they, they might be. I mean, too bad they don't have that college football anymore. They, you could play, you could could play re- the Madden. You could uh, play the game. Well, so I think it's an interesting thing that, that this game is right after Christmas, that this game is right on top of them, and they had to change things up, and, and maybe they need to after losing five in a row in bowl games. And uh, Josie Jewell even you know commenting, look, i I got to win one. i got to win one, right? This is ridiculous. And um, so I think there are a number of Hawkeyes, obviously, that can say that, uh, who have been with the program, played important roles in the program for the last few years, and they feel like this is this is a business trip for them. They want to win the game more than anything else, more than seeing New York City, more than going to, to the uh, to the nine eleven memorial and the New York Stock Exchange. They want to win the game more than anything else, which is a good thing because why? This don't is, you think they've always wanted to win the game? When we went to the Rose Bowl, they didn't go down, go down there to get no, smoked. No, but I, what I'm saying is, I, I I think there's a possibility with a game that is um, that is on the 27th, and it's it's not going to be as widely watched and it's it's it doesn't get as much hype as some of the other ones there's a possibility that the players you know can kind of take it a little bit more lightly in terms of whether it's important and i love it the fact that these guys are these are your leaders of the team and they're like no this is we got to make a statement for this game they're not going to let that happen and uh, and no trent this is not the quick lane bowl um which is on right now yes. by the way uh, New York City is a better destination than Detroit any day of the week. Now, I, I might argue that I could watch a game in a dome a little bit easier than Yankee Stadium. But other than that, I, I like the attitude going in. Akron Wadley's got a ton of family, obviously, going to be there. we got a number of guys. Amir, Amir Smith-Marset will have the same thing going on. There's a lot to go for this team to try to go out there and win the game tomorrow. Well, there's no question there's a lot to go. Uh, to me, this game is a huge springboard to to next season. It's a huge way to send off uh, your stars like Josie and all and all three linebackers, uh, Bauer and Neiman, uh, Sean Welsh, Walsh, Welsh. I, I, you know, five years, five years. years. Five five years. years. I, still, I, I still get them mixed up. Josh uh, Jackson, uh, presumably. Oh, he's gone. Uh, and now no maybe even Daniels. Well, I've I've heard that that is a uh, a potential, but I'm not saying I. I would have to think that somebody's going to have to come in and tell him he's a top three round draft choice for him to to apparently take that. Apparently, if step. you have, that's the thing. Is apparently he's kind of tested the waters, but, and that's a possibility. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. But there's no question in my mind that you know guys like Akram are going to want to go out. They're going to want to show off. They're going to want to have a great game. And you know, I've watched. I'm a degenerate. I watch these bowl games, and I can tell you something. We have taken Josie Jewell for granted oh. uh, in, in the oh. manner by which he plays middle linebacker, by the manner by which he makes tackles. And obviously we are not watching uh, Power 5 teams in these early bowl games. But the linebacker play is horrible. And to watch what he has done for Iowa over the last three years as a starter, getting thrown in when he was a freshman, not having any idea what he was doing, and all of those things... It's amazing how Choosing much Iowa at the last minute over you and I in, in South Dakota was well, it or Luther? Or Luther. Lo- no. I mean, huh? Loris Luther. I mean, it it was, it was well, not much, right? One into core, no, I think. Uh, yeah. No, you make a great point because you watch these yeah. games. So watch these. Watch <clears throat> you watch these games, and you basically watch these teams go up and down the field on each other. Their their linebacker play is terrible. It's not that they, the defensive lines can't tackle people. It's that there's nobody covering in the middle, and they get to the second level, and suddenly it's a, it. Right there, we just watched Northern Illinois 
guy got to the second level, there's nobody there, right? So um, he just Northern only just scored a touchdown, by the way, uh, well, in the and, game. So, and it, here's you know, the, but here's the other part of that. Some of that is our scheme, uh, in in Phil Parker's scheme. And I thought I thought it interesting in doing my minor research for the for this game. Uh, the Boston College coach said something along the line of everyone thinks that they know where I was going to be and where they line up, but that that scheme that they run on defense is actually quite complicated. And in the stuff that they do, both on the D-line, the stuff they do with their linebackers that other teams don't even try to do with their linebackers um, because they don't have the speed or the players that are able to do it. I think this is a great matchup for the Hawks. Uh, We're we're not looking at a, a speed team. I think... For example, had Iowa uh, drawn Louisville uh, in a bowl game, I think that matchup would have been far worse for Iowa. Well, it 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 certainly it it changes up the way Iowa has to play, whereas this game plays right into the way Iowa wants to play. Right in terms of assignment football, those you're right. The the I the, feel like the, we the, drew the, Minnesota. Well, exactly <laughs> in a bowl no, game. No, right, I mean, I, you, it's uh, it's a team that could beat you. Right, but it's also a team that you should be able to cover. You should be able to, you should be able to run with them. You should be able to be where you want to be and do what you want to do. Versus, you know, the wild card that you might have with Lamar Jackson of Louisville. Right, you know, a guy that that somehow on his own could get four hundred yards. You know, whereas the way this is breaking down, yes, BC's got some talented players on offense, but uh, Iowa should know where they're going to be. It's a matter of tackling and and blocking and taking care of that stuff rather than is one guy going to break down every play and beat you, right? Right, especially if you're doing your job uh, there on the defensive end or defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, BC got some bad news. Their best defensive end, Landry, is not going to play according to Tom. He heard from the their coach. He's out with an injury. Um, Iowa obviously had some bad news with Alaric Jackson being suspended due to uh, to whatever. Are you know what we didn't ask about? I never found out about that. He has grades, or is, was he out late? No, nothing has been said definitively. I get you know. Usually that makes it out, right? Yeah, Usually that makes yeah. it out. You know, um, maybe tomorrow. Uh, maybe maybe guys are out there. One here a little um, more. When it when it's he when it's one travel, game though, right? Yes, yes. He is when traveling. it's one game and they get to travel. Usually speaks of one of those things that is slightly legal, but it's those things that many college students do, and you find out you're not supposed to do, and the coach says no. And it's somewhere in that. I don't know if he'd be traveling though, if that was the case. I, I agree with that. Remember, I, Adam well, Robinson was left home, and then well, well, what did Manny? Uh, yeah. Did Manny? So was Manny a lot? Uh, well, he was a home game. It was a home game. Manny mm-hmm. got suspended for that. For that's what it was, right? It's one of those things. And um, I, it was so. Um, wait, I have I, we have people on campus who know Manny, right? Okay, that's fine. So, so how's that? So um, anyway, so it, it, well, you're right. The travel thing might be, but it it wasn't. It I would guess academics. You think it's going to be grades? That's grades. I, if and again, it's all speculation. That's what I would guess because he is traveling, missing study. You know, tutors, study hall. Yeah, that could be. Those that lines. could be. Or, yeah. Could be. I mean, they had finals. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, Jackson can't, started, I can't imagine it's not like he's academically ineligible. So as a redshirt freshman, he started every game. Levi Paulson in for this game, by the way, for Alaric Jackson because because Alaric won't be there. And he did. You need, you kind of remember where Worfs came in after the Iowa in the Iowa you know after the Iowa State game or kind of in the middle there. Jackson started every game for this team right. as a, as a redshirt freshman, and it, so they, it he does will be surprise missed. me that Boone Myers was not able to play. Um, so how bad that ankle was. I mean, yeah, yeah. They right? said they said it was just a sprain, but I'll tell you what: you have an ankle sprain that lasts four months. That's that's a pretty bad sprain. Yeah, and it, most breaks heal in that amount mm-hmm. of time, don't well, they? Well, that's the old adage. It's better to break your ankle than well, have a high ankle well, sprain. Yeah, the old high ankle sprain. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, Hayden Fry used to talk about the high ankle sprain. Well, it's got a high ankle sprain. We put the brace. So, but put the brace on. Well, anyway, um, you're right. BC in this game um, draws up a little bit better for Iowa. They have a new quarterback in there. They had a, they were doing well with one guy who was a dual threat. The new kid is uh, Darius Wade. Uh, he came in. Two, he played two games after an injury, mostly a passing guy. Looks like five hundred and twenty-eight yeah, yards, forty-six. He's Ooh. a little, yeah, he's a little bit over, over. Uh, he's pretty well over fifty percent, so that's not too bad. But um, they've thrown the ball a lot more since he's been in there. But they don't throw the ball down the field, but they don't. It's all dink and dunk. And then they've got the the running back AJ AJ Dillon, who is a freshman who. Um, uh, went for like twelve hundred yards in the last five games, fourteen hundred overall, but twelve hundred in the last 
I'm sorry, six games. I think they went five and one down the stretch with him really toting the rock. So they can run the football a little bit and and that's what and then they throw short. He's a and, big dude. And, and, well, that's what it is. It's really that's he's a power back with some speed. Yeah. Committed to Michigan, though Michigan looked at him more as a linebacker. He decided I want to be a running back or reopened and he's a Massachusetts kid. Uh, uh, well, uh, there you go. And and four star though, I mean this is he was a really talented he's a kind legit. of guys that normally don't go to Boston. They don't go to Boston College, College yeah. right? And and they started giving him the ball there in the middle of the year, and, and it really worked out for him when they went five and one down the stretch. And I think their only loss in there was at NC State, maybe uh, by maybe three. Um, if you look at at, at the uh, at the schedules and the records of these two teams, one of the things that is very similar is they blew out a couple of teams you wouldn't have thought at the beginning of the year. I think they I think they beat Florida State like thirty nine to three. Florida State's terrible. They're in bad. Fact, in fact. It's yeah, but a travesty so, that they're in the freaking bowl game. Yeah, but so okay. So they I'm, beat Delaware I'm, State and whoever they had to play Louisiana Monroe or yeah, one I'm, of those teams yeah, at well, the end of the year to even get eligible. Right. And, and Delaware State like did not what, have enough. I don't know Western Michigan. Yeah. There's about three other mm-hmm. Buffalo that are sitting there that were legitimate teams. Florida sorry, State, Florida State's terrible. I'm sorry, it was being listed as one of the big wins for Alabama to get into the college football playoffs. I'm sorry. Hey, whatever. The, at least Alabama uh, played it when they had their quarterback. One player. Okay. Well, he, he kind of mattered. Uh, uh, I just don't think they're any good. You're right. I think they're a 500 team. Uh, but 39-3, to they beat them. They also beat Louisville, who has been good off and on throughout the year. Obviously, Louisville, not a bad team. So this BC team, like Iowa, had some good moments, and they had some did, bad moments, mostly down the stretch, though. Wake Forest that was like 52-48 to 48 or something? BC? Or was that Syracuse? Maybe Syracuse. I, you watched him roll up. So the, well, we were talking I, about no, this. I, I didn't watch him I play at I, all. I think I watched a very short bit of Notre Dame just destroying them. Notre Dame ran for 515 yards on them. Notre Dame had the Joe Moore Award. Uh, oh, did they get line. that this year? They did. They did. Well, so BC does give up almost 200 yards per game rushing, and obviously that plays into Iowa's hands. It's if a Iowa likes you because yeah. of that game, but nevertheless, right. well, still, it's it's not. And they they clearly are better in pass defense than they are in, in run defense. Well, and, and teams that get throttled running the ball are typically better in pass defense because no one has to pass. No, against they, them. they are not going to try. Right. I mean, right. That's, and, that's the most. That's the dumbest and, argument I've ever um, heard when it comes. Well, they're really good in pass defense. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, nobody gave up twenty nine rushing touchdowns, right. right, or something like that. I mean, they're they are a pedestrian type football team. They're Minnesota, who happened to win a few more games. Well, if Iowa goes for a hundred yards or more in the last three years, that's they are num- twenty. They unbelievable are, stat. They are twenty seven and one. That's on the ground. Hundred yards more on the ground. Twenty-seven and one—that is an unbelievable stat. But it says it says something, right? And, and if they if they're not, they're zero and eleven. Yeah, that's I mean, just it, wow. It's that's not, incredible. It's, pretty it's, simple. Right? It's pretty straightforward. Run the football, run, run, run. Pass you, Shane Irving on the DP <laughs> show. Uh, run the damn run, ball, run, Ginger. Run you know. the ball. Yeah, well, we can get Booger McFarland on uh, tomorrow afternoon. I'm going to turn the sound off. I'm, just, I'm I, not going to listen. You know, I'm, it's I'm really not. hard to sync your TV, especially on satellite, with the radio, because the radio's way ahead usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, you, but you can try it at, based on tomorrow's, on having Booger on there. That's why you listen on an app, like use TuneIn, app on your phone, which is behind. Then oh, you sync up the TV, then you yeah. sync up the TV and, you run you that through, and you run that through your stereo. Yes. Maybe that's the way to go. Maybe that's the way to go. <laughs> Not a bad option. Either way. Uh, so they are missing Harold Landry. He's going to be out, Tom. Uh, so he 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 had 16 and a half sacks last year, eight or so this year. That's a guy you don't want uh, rushing on the edge. That's great for Iowa. Uh, they do have Zach Allen. He's got 14 and a half tackles for a loss. He's on the other side of things. So they'll they'll have a guy who can actually rush a little bit. But, yeah, Landry's a big one for them to be missing on the defensive side, which is really good considering Iowa's missing their best well, left tackle. Well, do you find it interesting they move Worst? To the left side, instead of leaving him there on the right where he played all season, and and bringing Levi in there to play right tackle. It's a good point. I I think it's maybe a fact that Tristan Wirfs is the left tackle of the future. A little more athleticism and out where, there. So where do you? So where, so is Jackson? Even, Jackson will then kick over and be the right. You can be the right tackle forward. It'd be interesting. And you get a jump start on that because yeah. Wirfs. I mean, he is such an explosive athlete. Well, oh he's, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. Incre- and he's there's nothing wrong with Jackson, player. but yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I think and, you're right. And I really appreciate them leaving Welsh. There you go. <laughs> inside at guard, 
where where he is better, yes. and he yeah. is he has proven to be a, a a good grinder, great on the pole, uh, good pa- better pass protector inside. Uh, Daniel, I mean, to me, this is where I think Iowa has a, a real advantage. It's frankly, on the offense, when we have the ball, I think Iowa has a true advantage. And to the to the tune that you know, over the course of this game, I think I think we could see Iowa grinding out in. And I hearken back to the end of the Nebraska game, at least the second half, where I don't know what time of possession the second half was, but it had to be 20 to 10 in terms of minutes. And I would just kept pounding the ball. And, you know, it was third and four, and we're getting seven yards. And now Nebraska quit. And But we've seen good Iowa teams that get that going, and that's when they become dominant. Right. Oh, it, and it and it really becomes fun to watch that game, right? Even if you're only up 10 points, Iowa's just pounding people, you know, just kind of. The only question I have with that is, and and uh, Dan, uh, Daniel said this after the, uh, as the center, after the after that Nebraska game, he's like, we went away from the zone. We just gave up on the zone blocking, right? And they started going gap blocking. Hat on a hat, open in a hole. Sending, we were sending fullbacks and tight ends through the hole first to knock out the linebacker and dominated a bad defense, whereas that bad defense was slowing you down because that stupid zone blocking, that which is not stupid all the time, but when the other team knows exactly how to beat it, which, remember, Jim Reed, the defensive coordinator for BC, was Iowa's linebacker coach up until last year. I, I just I hope that some of this game, if, if Iowa has a tough time scoring, I am going to put a little bit of this on Brian Farrell, or a lot of it on Brian Ferentz and whatever he's figured out to do for this game. I hope they have schemed with that. All right, we'll take a break, come back. A little bit of basketball talk still in here. The Hawks uh, with the victory this week and getting ready for the Big Ten, uh, rest of Big Ten play. We'll talk about that uh, when we come back on the Hawkeye Hill on 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Sponsored by Dell. Dell's small business advisors help you get the right solution. Get up to 35% off select business PCs with Intel Core processors through December. Visit dell.com slash small business or call 877-BY-DELL. Hooray, your holiday shopping's done. You killed it. You got deals on gifts for everyone from Nana to your nephew to your neighbor's cat. And of course, you absolutely totally got everything you wanted for yourself. There's nothing else you could possibly think of getting. But did you check eBay? Check eBay Fashion and get unmissable deals on all the styles you really wanted this holiday season. Like up to 70% off the hottest fashion brands like Adidas, Steve Madden, and Calvin Klein. eBay end of season sale going on now. eBay. Fill your cart with color. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented my pillow. You can adjust my pillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. 
And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, the Funky Zebras Clive, Phone and Fix, and Hawkeye Tech. In Western wear. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessig family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Red Ridge, Dave Crane Jr., Trent Condon. And you set for the Pinstripe Bowl, 24 hours away, 23 hours away on, uh, what, are we, what is it on, ESPN? Big ESPN. The big one. Yeah. Booger. With Booger. Well, at least it's not on the Ocho. Yeah, right. Uh, so, 4.15 kickoff uh, here, Central Time. It'll be 5.15 out there in um, cold, cold. Would you rather be in cold New York City on 27th, or would you rather be in cold Memphis on Saturday morning? That's a good question. Is it going to be cold for their game, too? 30. Is it really? Memphis. It's more my kind yeah. of scene. Well, Beale Street. Yeah, yeah New it's York's fun. way too uppity for a guy like me. Well, no question. No <laughs> <Manhattan>. question. <laughs> Trent Condon. It's not, not Trent really Condon and Manhattan. Manhattan. Kind of, no. we're, call, we're not calling you Big City TC, <laughs> no, right? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't like think guys so. from Osage in there, I don't think. Well, I don't think do, so. But, you know, it's a short Matter of fact. Big City here drove up to uh, South Dakota to watch uh, Iowa play in the uh, well, in the Pentagon. Is his, his kind of town. It, it is. is. It I know. It's your place, right? I loved it. As, and Sioux Falls, it, good city. And you could drive eighty in South Dakota. I never can you really? Did. Yeah. Which means you can go eighty five. Eighty five. I did go maybe eighty five. Uh, I'm like, this is pretty fast. Eighty five yeah. is ample. <laughs> yeah, that's that's enough. You're, you're moving along pretty good at that point. <laughs> Iowa, what eighty seventy three over Colorado. Not not a great Colorado team, but not a bad Colorado. Some talent on that team. Obviously, a power five uh, school. McKinley Wright is. Really yeah, he's a real good player. He's a real player. Really fast. Iowa he... was off. You know, after him when he was like a freshman sophomore. I remember the name. Iowa State was in on him until late, and then. Kind of his options dried up. He committed to Dayton. Well, we know Dayton Arch right. Taylor's now at, right. at Indiana, so he reopened it and ended up at Colorado. In Colorado. Well, in Tad Boyle, the other black and gold. Yeah, yeah. no, he. I thought he was a very good player, and certainly was given uh, Brady Ellingson difficulty in his twenty-eight seconds of, of <laughs> game time. And uh, Fran said it was the ankle. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go with yeah. that too. Yeah, well, sure, we'll I'm do gonna that. Go with the fact that his yellow shoes well, couldn't keep up with the other dude's shoes, and uh, he couldn't get the ball over half court twice, and that was enough for Fran. Yeah. So, Connor, get back in there. We're arguing out of the break here, and so I, I you guys thought Nicholas uh, Bear played terrible. I, I didn't say I, he played terrible. I didn't think he played that great. I thought his defense was good. 
You know, he made a nice steal, backhanded steal. Uh, I think he's the calming influence on the court for this team. This team gets when this team gets uh, out of sorts, they go too fast, right? They go in a hurry, they start throwing the ball around, and, and they make stupid passes. Oh they, throw up, they throw you up, they throw up bad the shots. First half where they had no, a, it was, they have fourteen turnovers in the first half, but and but, then they had five or six in the first five minutes, well, right? But so fifteen of their eighteen, I think, came in that that last five minutes of the first half, first seven and a half minutes of the second half. When they were they were struggling, they were a little bit behind, they were out of sorts. And and when when did that start? Iowa was up 10, 28 to 18, and they took Nicholas Bear out. And they didn't put him back in the rest of the half. I'm not saying he's an all-American. I'm saying there's a reason why they play better defense when he's in there. They slow down, they take their time. He's one of those guys that's calming influence. That that's has just what I'm nothing saying. to do with the turnovers on offense in terms of, of you Bear. don't think that they you no. don't think that, that they that well, they moved going in. out with seventeen thirty to go in the first half. And Connor having well, to come in, help either, but... and then Connor got tired, mm-hmm. and it was evident he was tired, and he needed a blow. Yeah, but Bohannon had five of those turnovers himself. Most of those in the second half, um, and and yeah. certainly I th- I think he had two or three in the first that first time he was in, and then early in the second half he came in. And frankly, Fran, I know you're listening. Go find a point guard. Go to Bettendorf and get that kid. Uh, whomever, I don't care. There's point guards all all across the Midwest that would love to come to the University of Iowa who are used to playing basketball with the ball in their hand against pressure. Not they're not afraid, and, and go find one because that's the that's key. all that's left. That's the key. That's well, the Macy missing. Da- so Macy Daly came in and played very well. Team. We're very we're all impressed with the way Macy Daly played. Sixteen points the other night. Made some big shots at big points in time when that game was closer, and they put him ahead on with a three pointer. But that's not your answer right now. You need him doing other things. Probably he can play some point, but it's nice to have him standing on the wing as well. Did, you know? they decided on Connor? The, nothing officially. And it just strikes me as odd that you're still making a determining factor. Are we going to redshirt? Well, it has to do with what the doctor says. Yeah. But why would a doctor clear him? And then say, you know what, you, you should shut him actually, down. Actually, this is too yeah. much. This well, is too much. well my, my son had... Mono. Now he was like 10. But mono's a, a funny thing is that you can really start to feel better, come back and do something, overexert yourself, and then like the symptoms kick back okay. in. Okay. And, and and it's dangerous. I mean, it's, yes. it's yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's danger associated with it from a physical standpoint. And Cotter was hospitalized for this. This wasn't just. Right. It wasn't he right. stayed home. I right. mean, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Young Trey Creighton was on mo- the couch for the yeah. weeks. But, I yeah. thought I had mono one summer. It turned out I was just bored. <laughs> but it, it could very well could have happened. Yes. Nevertheless. Good line. I'm just saying. If the doctors say he's going to be okay, and obviously he's going to have had a, a week off, mom's cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully he's willing to stick it out. I through, just don't think. I, I just don't think numbers wise. You, I'm sorry. You can tell me you want. You can tell me about Brady Ellingson all you want. Fact of the matter is, your three guards in this team are Macy Daly, Connor McCaffrey, and and uh, Jordan Bohannon, and that's it. Isaiah Moss. Isaiah right. Moss. Well, okay. yeah. But okay. I, know, I know what you're okay, saying. Okay, there's your standstill shooting guard yes, who won't yeah. who won't put it on the deck and do anything else but pass it around the key. And that's that's another issue with this team. But the, you know what I'm saying. The ball yes. handlers, the guys who need to handle the ball coming up the court, he, Moss wouldn't be that guy. No, not he, at all. And you, you know what I've seen them doing, though, to break presses? And this is almost to your point as it relates to Bear, is having the big guys bring it up, whether yep. whether yep. it's Pemsel. Nungji can dribble. Whether Nungji... Um, I haven't seen Luca do it, but uh, obviously Ty- Smith? Tyler, Tyler Cook, yeah, uh, yeah. Cook. I'm just thinking. Uh, yeah, t- well, I got five uh, names God going will, through my God, head right God now. God willing, we would have. Yeah, yeah, Tyler Cook, who disappeared for what do you figure half the game, and all of a sudden he came back in in the second half. They went to him four times in a row. He scored four baskets or got fouled. We're going to have a lot of weeks to talk about this, but my, my, I am. This I'm is just where saying, that I, was. What, that you, was good. I love to see yes. his aggressiveness going to the basket down low, which is where Iowa clearly has an advantage over many, many teams. And when does he fade? You know when he fades? Fran, 
we Fran, we got to cut it down from 13 players to nine or eight. The rotations, that's what I'm saying about Bear. You can argue with me about whether it's him specifically. Iowa was up 28 to 18, and he he did a line, a hockey line right. change, right? And brought in a bunch of guys who were cold off the bench. Ryan Creener, who but from time also, to time can play great, and other times he's terrible. You, and you, you know why they did that, though? They had a six-minute stretch where they they had no timeout. Well, and, and so they had to get guys in. Okay, they take a timeout, they let guys play for two minutes, but you bring them back with five minutes to go after you've given up six straight. Instead, Fran lets them keep playing, right? The only, guy that's, the, only guy, the only guy that has been relegated to the bench is Dom Yule, for good reason, right? Uh, but the rest Bad of the... Bad haircut? Yeah, well, the you rest of those guys... Right. I know, I saw that. It's high tight. It is. The rest of those guys on the team... He's he just job interviewing. He is. He's, he's getting... Wearing a suit a lot more often. Yeah. No, they just the the rotations, and I thought the rotation the other night ruined them. I really thought they well, were playing very up, well. Though. Wagner didn't play. Well, he's hurt. He's hurt. Close. Ellingson. I mean, this this is the time to do it. We're playing better. Ahmad, I'm sorry, and and I like Ahmad Wagner. I do. Yeah, but but dude, you, you we're just playing better without you. Yes. Same yes. thing with Ellingson. Macy Daly has now emerged. He gets those minutes. I, I hope he does you that. Pair it down to nine. And I think you're in good shape. Pair it down to nine. Yeah. Because because that's where things just kind of get. You they talk about Iowa getting out of sorts offensively. I'll tell you where they're getting out of sorts. Nobody knows who's on the court. All right. Now good win. Hawks got Northern Illinois Friday night. Warm up for the Big Ten. Uh, as they head back into Big Ten play next week, Tuesday against Michigan, Thursday at home against Ohio State. We'll be back. More Bowl Talk. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. We come back on the Hawkeye Huddle. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 dollars or more just use the coupon code jbtc that's jbtc for two bucks off your next order of twenty dollars or more food dudes delivery online fooddudesdelivery.com sponsored by exergen temporal scanner thermometer ready for a bad cold and flu season a cold is a cold but flu brings fever be prepared with the exergen temporal scanner thermometer backed by medical professionals everywhere it's the after christmas sale at jc doors open early on tuesday get in now through thursday to find great deals up to 60 percent off store wide on select tops sweaters arizona jeans comforters towels and so much more plus select browser buy one and get one free and stack on the savings get ten dollars off when you spend 25 or more with your coupon on select items throughout the store and at jcp.com hurry in early jc penny coupon valid 1225 to 1228 buy one item at regular price get the second item equal or lesser value for free some exclusions may apply see store jcp.com for details that's the sound of your in-laws cat perched over your bed at 3 a.m you wanted to save money this holiday so you settled for their house now you're staring into the eyes of pure evil if you booked a hotel on Priceline, you could have saved up to 60%. That's up to 120 bucks a night. Plus, you'd be in your own comfortable, cat-free room. Save up to 60% on hotels when you book on Priceline and get the deals you won't find anywhere else. Express deals are different. Exact hotel shown only after booking. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37. 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Tomorrow at Central Time will be playing the beer song. I'm thinking more, more closer to 8. Okay, 8 o'clock. Either way. That's Hawks, my guess. We're hoping. We're hoping. As the Hawks take on Boston College in the Pinstripe Bowl, Yankee Stadium, Tom Kaker of HawkeyeReport.com is out in New York covering the team as he gets to do every year when it comes bowl time. Not probably as, as um, much fun and frivolity in terms of Sun and fun, but Tom, uh, it sounds like uh, you, you, you're headed out on the town tonight, huh? We're gonna we're gonna we've got a couple minutes with you, but then you're gonna go uh, trip the light fantastic in downtown New- NYC. Yeah, we're climbing on a subway and headed down to Little Italy. I think is uh, is what I was told. So we've got uh, reservations at a pretty good place, and uh, looks like we'll have a good night, a nice uh, nice meal before the, the big game tomorrow. Well, that sounds like a great time, is if you ask me. Uh, uh, nice wine. I'm telling you, the, the best meal, I, I went to New York once. The best meal I had, my wife and I found it. We went to Little Italy. It's a place in the basement. It looked just like the place off The Godfather where they assassinated Solozzo or whatever. Try the veal. Try the veal. It's the best in the city. And I'm telling you, they, we, we ordered a carafe of wine. They didn't bring us a craft. It was a jug. I mean, That's it, was, it was it was fabulous. So, Tom, have a good time with that. Uh, the Hawks in uh, BC tomorrow. We don't want to keep you too long, but uh, this has been a, a quick trip for the Iowa football team. Uh, the game gets right on top of them. They got out there on Sunday night, and here they are. It's game time tomorrow. Uh, are they ready? What's different between uh, what they've done in the last couple of years? Um, maybe that they're trying to do a little bit differently this year um, to try to break this uh, this losing streak in bowl games. Well, I think maybe the biggest thing is they don't get kind of comfortable. This is more like a business trip than it is a you know a, a bowl trip in a lot of ways because they're coming in and they're going to play a football game, and it's not like they're there for a whole week or you know six to eight days. They're Coming in, and there's you know kind of limited things. We went to see 9/11 Memorial and went to the stock exchange today. But other than that, they just, it's kind of a business trip, and maybe that's uh, kind of the mentality they're going to take out onto the uh, the field tomorrow. And you know, this is the first time they've been a favorite since uh, I found this out today. Since the South Carolina game, the Outback Bowl, it's the first time they've been a favorite in a bowl game. Not even against Missouri. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Missouri so, game, they were like a two point underdog. Oh, wait a minute, weren't they, they weren't as they weren't a favorite going up against Georgia Tech that year? No, nope, <laughs> no. Uh, in fact, I think the Hawks. I were still remember that. That, that was a great. We should we didn't do the BC guy this like we did that, that that Georgia Tech guy was the best ever predicting. You know, forty forties to tens was what he had Georgia Tech. Well, it um, it certainly does turn the tables a little bit, Tom. And and I think one of the things we've been talking about plays into Iowa's uh, hands here is uh, BC doesn't have the greatest run defense in the world, and Iowa likes to run the football. In fact, uh, 
it looks like that's the big advantage Iowa might have in, in this game. And so we'll probably see a, a steady diet of Iowa running the football. The real question really kind of comes down to um, how's Iowa block Iowa? What what plays do they call? How's Iowa's blocking scheme uh, run up against uh, some of the things they learned in the Nebraska game where they did a lot more just regular straight up gap blocking in in that game. And, and any thoughts or any word on if Iowa it, it plays that side of the coin more than than they maybe that, that zone blocking scheme they've done for years? I think they'll be doing a lot of zone, but um, you know I I think the big thing is you're going to have. Tristan Wirfs at left tackle, and you're going to have uh, Levi Paulson at right tackle. So um, I think that's the that's the big question mark. Well, yeah, there's no question, and, and we even brought that up earlier. Why would we move uh, Wirfs over to the left side when he played the whole season at the right? But, you know, if this is a harbinger of things to come for the, for the next th- three years, then, then by all means, let's do it. But, yeah. you know, on the other side of the coin – to me, Iowa's got a better offense. To me, Iowa's got a better defense. And so, yep. uh, and special teams. Hey, great news. Did you see this? Rancino's got a scholarship today. Oh, I, yeah, that was great. That isn't is it? cool. Well, pretty he, cool. He clearly deserves one, doesn't yeah, he? No kidding. <laughs> he, he had a fantastic season as a kicker. I just think that's uh, a really, really nice thing. So, Tom, I, I read your deal, but for the for the Hawkeye Huddle listeners, why don't you give them your breakdown of what you think is going to happen so we can let you go and, and enjoy your night. Well, I think uh, uh, Iowa will be able to run the ball. VC uh, really hasn't stopped the run. Uh, big news was uh, uh, Landry, their, um, their, their big defensive end, their best defensive pass rusher, is going to be out for the bowl, bowl game with a, an ankle. So uh, I think that helps Iowa. And... I just think I was going to be able to grind one out, twenty four seventeen Hawks, and uh, come home with a with a bowl victory. Because I don't want to look at a world for the next eight months with another <laughs> Iowa bowl loss because it's going to be ugly. It's going to be really ugly. Well, the only thing that might brighten that up is if Oliver Martin does in fact transfer from Michigan to <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> yes. La- yeah, that is, would. Just... Is that actually a thing, Tom, or is that just really ro- smoke and mirrors I, rumor? Every, I have not talked to anybody close to Oliver, but just kind of talking to some people that know things, and they didn't seem to think there was anything to it. So, uh, chalk it up as a as a wild message board rumor once again. Three hundred and fifty four posts on your message board about that currently right now, Tom. Three fifty four. That's why you make the big yeah. bucks. Enjoy spending those big bucks tonight in Little Italy in downtown New York. We'll talk to you next week after a big Hawkeye okay. victory. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Tom. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. And, uh, well, so that answers that question. We didn't really get into some of the other recruiting news from last week, but uh, things kind of went according to Hoyle, with the exception of the fact that they did get Dallas Credith, the the, uh, defensive back, to commit, which they did not think he was going to commit until February. That's good. That's a four-star guy, but they lost out on Will Honus, the junior college kid, uh, who is now going to Nebraska. And now I'm curious about this. If you are a two-year player... I get it if you're a four-year player, you think you're going to go in, the program's going to turn around, you got five years to try to get to a, a major bowl game. you got to have a lot of faith in Scott Frost to think that a team that went 1-6 and six in home and 4-8 and eight overall is going to go to a, a New Year's Day game or be in the Big Ten Championship within the next two years because you're suddenly going to go play middle linebacker. Good for him, but dude, good luck with that. Enjoy your time in Detroit next year because that's where you're going. And then the year after that, you may end up in New York at the Pinstripe Bowl, uh, while Iowa uh, ostensibly will probably be in a New Year's Day bowl game in the next two years. Well, there you have it. There you go. How's that? Um, you know, it was posed to me a question about those two kids out of Indiana. Uh, if they had quietly signed, even though they. They did, though, right? They well, did. I mean. That's what Tom said. They have signed. They're waiting to do a an announcement, announcement in February, but that, they have signed. So, yes. DJ. Johnson. DJ Johnson and uh, Julius Brents, right. right? And and they're both good. Brents is is uh, definitely is very good. And uh, Johnson, I think, was recruited by Notre Dame. I think it was between Iowa and Notre Dame. But the, I, I, Tom has confirmed that they actually have letters of intent from those kids. So they he just has confirmed yes, this. Yes. Okay, they just don't. They just haven't done. They're not doing an official they're, announcement they're because doing, they want to. Do it, right. They're not doing the thing because they right. want to do a thing. Right. In February, I guess. So this is going to be the highest-rated recruiting class at the University of Iowa since 2002. Two or five? I think it's two. Five. five. 
Is Oh, five higher? Yeah. 2005. That, that, that was the top. That was the top one. Okay. Okay. Five, two, and then this. Jake so this is a good one. The, the, I mean, this overall, and uh, four, four four stars in there, a lot of three stars, but it doesn't, from, from a star's perspective, but also from a numbers perspective, you got a lot of athletes in here this, that can do a lot of things. This early signing period is absolutely made for teams like Iowa, uh, Missouri, Minnesota. Who do their recruiting work, and then you don't get... Jim Harbaugh coming in Michigan on State. February 10th and getting and Wisconsin. grabbing the kids. Wisconsin, Wisconsin a little bit. I mean, even Iowa State. Yeah, even yeah. Iowa State. Yeah. yeah, it is made for is made for those not top 10, 15 teams because not the blue bloods. Right. right. I mean, because all of those guys. I mean, they've had in the past the luxury of basically sitting back, playing guys against each other. Well, you know, if you take it, we're dropping this guy, and if you don't, we're taking this guy, and then those dominoes start to fall, and you know, the teams in the MAC are the ones that this may actually help them mm-hmm. because uh, those guys that were on the fence between you know Ohio and Indiana, uh, if they sign with Indiana, then Ohio can go and they've got two months to go find a guy right. as opposed right. to having it happen on January thirty first. I do know that some so and. It, from what I understand, is some of those Mac type schools putting a little more pressure on kids who had committed to them or were, who were, hey, we need you to sign because we need to know what's going on. I think they'll find, though, that those kids will still be available to them. It's not going to rob them of, of that opportunity. And I, I think you're right. This is really good for that type of kid to know kind of where he sits. And Iowa still has a few scholarships to give, and I think they will give a couple of them. Particularly, they they need some linebacker help. Um, I, I guess the one thing coming out of bowl prep is that uh, they may be moving Jake Gervas from. This might be his last game as a safety. He might be playing uh, linebacker next year in the Ben Neiman spot, uh, where you, where you where he mostly pass covers I anyway. Talk about Hooker. No, no, Hooker's gonna. I think so. Hooker's gonna stay safe. They talked about it, but I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be Javas gonna move, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the same. Right, thing. and Geno Stone clearly the couple of times he's been in there has the well, the, the, the speed game, he played like Bobby Sanders. Right, he has the speed and the he takes the angles of football that they want to see. Matt Hankins has solidified himself. He's starting this game as as the as the cornerback opposite Josh Jackson. You've got. Ragumba and Ojemudia, Ojemudia uh, available. Those guys aren't starting over freshman, true freshman Matt Hankins. I was building themselves this, so Jarras is probably going to probably end up being a linebacker next year, which is just fine. It's too bad that Honus won't be the middle linebacker. He doesn't have to take on blockers. Yeah, well, in well, but that's that, not that, that linebacker position. spot anymore. It's well, it's, 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 it's darn near a strong safety. It, it is. I mean, so many teams run a four-two-five now, right? Where it's really a four-three. But you have an extra safety in there that can run. I mean, it, yeah. it happens across the board in the Big Twelve, and yeah. and it's more and more now. Yeah. When you play Wisconsin, what do you do? Yeah, you say you know what, Gervais has been starting at that spot, but we need to get a real linebacker out there. I mean, the, those yeah. are those yeah. are different determinations. Right. You, you put in a, a kid like Kevin Ward or somebody yeah. who's yeah. bigger yeah. and stronger. Right. Yeah. So they'll they'll have to make some of those. That those those are the decisions they're going to have to make. But it's interesting that that's going to happen. Um, and there will be two more months for that, so uh, it could happen. Uh, we did not mention the Iowa women's basketball team. They they won their only game uh, over the last week over Drake, seventy nine sixty six tonight. Davis is out for the season with that uh, with that uh, knee injury, State but champs. they're moving forward, huh? State champs with the win against yes, Drake. Yes, with the win against Drake, they get all those victories. Do we get the twelve old and one Iowa State uh, trophy with the farmer and the guy uh, kneeling uh, down? That that barely was available at any point in time. They got Wisconsin on Thursday. And Sunday uh, versus Michigan. They're at Wisconsin Thursday and Sunday versus Michigan on the Big Ten Network, I think 3 o'clock. Hey, the Wrestlers women are, are on at TV, the, mis- the men aren't. The men yeah, are not. right. The Northern Illinois for the men are not. Uh, so, anyway, back to the Pinstripe Bowl tomorrow afternoon, Yankee Stadium um, in the Bronx. What do you got? It's time for the Templeton Rye Last Call, by time the way. Time for the Templeton Rye Last Call, which, by the way, I saw our, our good friend Keith Kirkhoff at the my local Hy-Vee signing Templeton Rye bottles Must just last week and, and got his... I saw that. I got to visit with him for did a few he, minutes. Did you bring a bottle in from the Templeton Rye no, night no, at your bowling, I, your bowling league, which was... I, he goes, why aren't you buying one? I said, I got two at home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't have any. I don't know what well, to say about that. Bad. No, no, I <laughs> understand that. But uh, nevertheless, I got to talk to his, his brother Dan for a good long time, but nevertheless, it was good to see them, uh, as well as our other sponsors, Christopher's and Dave Kozlowski, who I'm going to see uh, this weekend. Um, here's what I see. I I really think 
that if Iowa comes out and plays remotely close to as well as they did in the second half of the Nebraska game, that Iowa's going to win this game pretty easily by double digits. The layoff has always been a struggle, and frankly, Iowa has not started well all season. So we, I don't want to see us get behind 10-0 and all of a sudden everybody get their daubers down and have to try and come back. I see us establishing a running game, a big play out of Nate Stanley. Let's not forget the dude was, what, 26 touchdowns, maybe six, seven interceptions all season. He could be your X factor, play action, and I think Iowa wins this game pretty handily. I mean, like 27 to 10. Wow. All right. Well, good for somebody. Somebody is is uh, extremely, extremely optimistic. That's good. Good to see. I'm yeah. laying the lumber. You're laying the lumber down. Just saying. Uh, it's only two and a half for crying out loud. <laughs> right. And so my team, I like I like where you're going with the idea here that Iowa's got the advantage in the passing game. Um, the only thing I'd say is I, I think weather always plays a much bigger factor in the passing game, particularly this time of year. Um, so I'm not sure anybody's going to throw the ball around at all. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure these teams are going to try to pound it at each other. And if that's the case, I think Iowa's got the advantage. I don't care if they got a 1,400 yard per, uh, per, uh, uh, for, the, for the year running back. If they're one-dimensional, they're done. Right, they've got to be able to throw the football too, or Iowa's just going to load up. And we've seen what Iowa knows how to do, particularly with a guy like Josie Jewell back there as your uh, as your uh, middle linebacker. That's where Iowa has the advantage here. I think uh, on offense, Iowa has the advantage just because we know who they know who they are and they know what they want to do. There's a, there's a little bit of advantage there. I will run the football nice, but I think they're going to shut Boston College down. I don't know that they're going to score 27 points. I'm not super confident in that, but if they do block the ball, defensive score. I think it's a defensive. Josie picks one and takes it. Yes. Okay. Now, how good would that be? I'll give you Iowa twenty-four to twenty-four to ten. I'll give you Iowa twenty-four to ten, and one of them is a defensive touchdown. Really jump out there. Three points different than me. Twenty-four to ten. Well, I'm not going. I'm never playing the prices right with you. What am I supposed (laughs) to do? One dollar. Yeah, I'm going to go down. Uh, He said seventeen twenty-two, seventeen twenty-one. All right. Hey, either way. We'll figure it out tomorrow. We'll see who's right. I, I'm with you on how, uh, on that. All right. Thanks to Tom Gaker of HawkeyeReport.com from New York joining us, as well as Trent Condon here in the studio, and, of course, uh, Dave Creighton, Jr. I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week for the Hawkeye Huddle right happy here. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year on 1700. The Big Talker.